tired, Georgie. Aren't you going to say hello? Oh, come on, bucko. Don't you want a balloon? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. My dad said so. Very wise of your dad, Georgie. Very wise indeed. I, Georgie, am Pennywise the Dancing Clown. You are Georgie. So now we know each other. T-Rex? I guess so. I gotta go. Go? Without this? My ghost! Exactly. Go on, kiddo. Take it. Oh, you want it, don't you, Georgie? Oh, of course you do. And there's cotton candy and rides and all sorts of surprises down here. And balloons, too. All colors. Do they float? Oh, yes. They float, Georgie. They float. And when you're down here with me, you float You have to be kidding me! Arnold Schwarzenegger has any involvement in Toxic Avenger? Get to the chopper! This cannot be true. Dude, fucking hell, man. That's not true. I don't think that's going to happen. What, is, what, is he, what are they saying he's going to do in this movie? He's rumored to be, I don't know, like uh, probably a villain or something, I would guess, right? Good lord. Listen, yeah, right? has, have you both seen The Last Stand? No. Okay, it has not come to this. <laughs> I'm telling you, that was a good movie. There's nothing wrong with that movie. I heard there's a lot of good things about that movie. Absolutely, yeah. Dude, I don't think he's going to do this. I think this is one of those fucking rumors early on or whatever. Because, dude, it's being done by Troma. Troma's doing this movie. So if Arnold Schwarzenegger was in it, wouldn't that kind of kill it or go against everything that they're kind of about? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Lloyd Kaufman, we just heard our interview with him. He said yeah. that he won't even put Toxic <laughs> Avenger on Blu-ray because he's right. green. Exactly, dude. Exactly. So... Who knows? What do you think, Jamie? What do you think about this fucking yeah, news? Yeah, could this be I true? I don't know. I mean, anything can be true, but I, I really because, don't... It doesn't make any sense. Right, exactly. You know, it just seems to come out of nowhere. Like, that's just... What? You know? Yep. Um, I can't well, wrap my mind around it. <laughs> the, so the Toxic Avenger thing, I heard that news and I was like, oh shit, but dude, in the same day, and I know you guys don't care as much as I do about this, but yo... My favorite show in the world, dude. Favorite show in the world is coming back on TV. You know what that is. Oh, my God. Martin was renewed? Yes, dude. Gina! <laughs> I'm like a man smoking at a gas station. I'm about to blow up. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Shanae, it's coming back, son. The show is 24. Jack Bauer is back. It's, wait, wait. Jack Burl? Dude, Jack. <laughs> He's back? Jack Burl is back, dude. He's gonna come and fucking do a newscast. No, dude, Jack Bauer, man, fucking 24. I think what 
if you're into that kind of shit, dude, it's definitely like the best show of that kind of um. It's not procedural, but it's you know fucking SWAT chases terrorists around and fucking whatever. Jamie, you whatever. like this stuff? Yeah, I I love Kiefer Sutherland. Although I didn't watch past season one. Ooh. What? Oh man, I didn't. I just didn't feel the need to. But um, season one sucked though. Remember the fucking um the uh the leopard chasing Kim? It's like what the fuck is this mountain lion doing chasing her? Um, <laughs> hey, all right, so. Yeah, season two was a little better or whatever. That show didn't even really pick up until, I think, season four or five. And wow. from there, between four... Well, no, no, I'm saying, I, I, I retract that. The seasons were incredible. It did not find its footing and its its its, its true... No, mark. no, dude, that's perfectly fine. Hit, yeah, man, it, no, it hit it hit its peak at, like, season four or five. And, and then... I, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Have you seen it? No, but it's just oh. that. The, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. The reason I agree with that, or should not I? Not in the least. No. I use the wrong words. I understand that because mm-hmm. my favorite shows didn't pick up. My favorite show didn't pick up till season five, and which show? I can't tell you which show. Otherwise, I lose all credibility. Dude, don't don't start playing that nine hundred two one zero music, man. Na, 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 na. <laughs> This was released uh, a couple weeks ago. Wasn't it released uh, the same day as the one-year anniversary of our show? The same day John Dies at the End came out. It was around there. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah. So April second, two thousand thirteen. This is Stitches, and this is about a clown. There's a clown movie, and it's one of the good ones. Uh, you know, there's a lot of bad ones out there. The best one is, of course, it. Yes. The, one of the worst ones is like Clown House and uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Some people like that. Some don't. I I like the imagery of that movie, but the actual movie, I can, I'm good. Yo, you ever see Drive Through? No. Dude, that movie's off the fucking hook. That's a clown one, but yeah. Yeah. 
So this movie is a great premise. Uh, it starts off, you know, uh, well, the, well, forget the premise. The opening scene, the opening scene is hilarious. Like, right, this is one of those quintessential opening scenes that tell you, it gives you the whole, like, what we're going for. This is what we're going for, guys. This is what we're doing. Yep. Yeah, this this is like, I'll set the tone on scene one. Mm-hmm. Scene one, a clown is banging a girl doggy style, <laughs> and she's talking to him, having a normal conversation. What, hey, this egg looks just like your fate. Yeah, they make you do that stuff. And he's banging her with a cigarette in his mouth, and then she she's backing her ass into him, and she leans, she hits into his horn. And you hear, and then he moves, the, he just pushes the <laughs> horn out of the way, and he keeps railing her. Like, right there, you're like, okay, I see what we're going for. Right, right, right. Uh, so, you know, he's hired to do a birthday party for a bunch of bratty asshole kids. They bust his balls to no end, tie his shoes together. The main kid, his name is Tom, throws a beach ball at his face. He falls over, lands on a butcher knife that's sticking point up. Facings point up, and it lands right through his eye. And the dishwasher, dude. That's that's. I've never seen that before. I don't think that even in the commercial that freaked me out. I was like, Eesh. yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty badass. The, and it's full of them, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 However, it's really stupid. <laughs> well, what do you mean? <laughs> no, the movie is stupid as fuck, but it's gorgeous. I mean, this movie is so beautiful. The wow. colors, the colors are so vibrant and they pop. The special effects are fucking phenomenal. I'm not even going to pretend yeah. about that. They yeah. look fantastic. And I mean, this is some of the best blood that I've seen. Uh, some of the best gore. It's just really fucking good, and it looks amazing. But it's stupid as shit. And <laughs> and I honestly. Part of it was I was really tired. Like, it was almost 3 o'clock in the morning when I was watching this. And it right. was about 3 when I finished it. So I was really tired. And I just got really, like, t- like I wanted it to hurry up and be over. But I think that was because oh, I was so bad. tired. Because really, honestly, visually, it's stunning. I was really blown away by how it looks. And, and yeah. yeah, and I want to say that real quick, too, because we've, you know, talked about this a little bit, but that's why we're always fucking up to, you know, viewing movies again and shit like that, because, dude, that's that's one of those things where that fucking matters a lot, and, and that goes into... Oh, yeah, frame movie. of mind is everything. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude, so it's like, that, that has a big... It, like, if I go into a movie theater to watch a movie, which is one of my favorite things... Uh, you know, favorite things in the world. If I don't care how shitty of a day I've had, if I'm going to the movies to see a horror film, then my day just picked up. Mm. Well, if I am walking in there to see that, and I say have a, um, and, and especially if I'm going to review a movie, and I'll I'll have like I don't know like 15 sorority girls sitting in a row in front of me when I have to go and review when a stranger calls, which is not oh, like to be there. But then they're sitting there screaming every single time the phone rings. Every time the phone rings, these <laughs> really? girls are screaming. And I like I, I'm pissed. So <laughs> that movie was doomed from the start <laughs> because I was in a shitty ass mood. And uh, so if something like that happens, though, I will go back and give it another shot. So to be fair to this movie, I'm going to have to give it another shot. And I think it it looks good enough to where I'm willing to do that. You know, I don't I don't want to just write it off. I want to give it another chance because 
anyway, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say, if anybody out there was like, if you're wondering where I was going with this one, Alex, I, I think you might have been. <laughs> Why yeah. do you hate this movie, Jamie? <laughs> Yeah, uh, no. I, I, her experience is is to me it's uh, it's tainted. I'm not gonna take that review like it's uh, anything real to think about because if she's three. Oh, you mean I know, but oh. Jamie, it was looked beautiful, and the movie was. This is like an, a great example of an '80s horror movie done now, like uh, recorded now. And uh, it had all of the elements of an 80s horror movie, even the basic storyline. Kid's birthday party, clown dies because of the kid, the kid has another party, the invitation blows, lands on his freaking grave, and then the clown comes up and goes back to the party and kills all the kids who were at that party when they were little kids six years ago. That is pure 80s writing right there. And it's, it's done beautifully. And the way this is shot... The lighting is beautiful. You have to uh, get this on Blu-ray too, because this was so pretty. It was so yeah. pretty. But um, I just, and, well, you know, another problem I have is I'm not really that into wisecracking killers. Yeah, um, but these were good jokes. Or, not all the time. You know, some of them were really set up. Like there was one I recall where, uh, well, I can't recall the instant. I don't remember the. I don't recall exactly what he said, unfortunately. But <laughs> it was. Um, it was kind of a long setup, it seemed like, and it wasn't very funny. And like, e, um, and this he reminded me of like later Freddy, and I didn't like later Freddy either. Okay. So you know, um, yeah, and I didn't like later Freddy, so that's why I'm not gonna like this guy. Yeah, but he's a clown. Freddy's supposed to be a dark, like really dark character, and that's why that didn't work when you turn him into a clown. This guy is a clown. I think if right. someone has a fear of clowns, this could be really effective. That's what I'm gonna, I was going to um, say that, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that shit doesn't bother me, so I don't care. Um, what, what about the look, though, Jamie? Like, just the look of the clown in some instances. He, he looks, he's great because yeah. he's like this old, like, drunk-ass no-good clown. <laughs> that's what he reminds me of, is like some... Like yeah, like if you if I saw this clown even before he got killed, if this clown showed up at my kid's birthday party, I would turn <laughs> away. Okay, I would say no show, bro. <laughs> you gotta go. You, you know what? <laughs> one of my problems like that, but <laughs> yeah. Well, I I had a beef with the whole clown thing because I think clowns can be fucking scary as fuck if utilized correctly. You know what? Like in it though, dude. Like when he's quiet, when 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 Tim Curry, he's all fucking quiet and he's smiling and shit like that. See, I thought the look of this dude was fucking great. So, it it was it was a nice balance of okay, you're gonna go wisecracking clowns. So if you're gonna go there, you 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 gotta make them look fucking good. And I think it was uh, it was well done. The look and uh, I, I you know I don't I didn't like every joke, but I thought the jokes and and the whole Just clown. After a while, it got to be a little really? repetitive. It, it, well, it was, it was redundant, you know. And I, but like I said, I was tired. Okay. I wanted it to be done. But then, like something would wake me up, like that fucking, you know, eyeball out the front of the head scene, or the something would wake me up. <laughs> or um, yeah, <laughs> or, the, or the the pump, you know, the you know the one with the the head. Yeah, great kills, really great kills. Fucking the, awesome. The kills are. They are fresh. They are uh, original. They are. They look fantastic. 
so in that respect, um, and it's fucking gory as hell. There's blood all over the place. This is way gorier. This is way gorier than Evil Dead, which. You know, oh yeah. Um, like, but the, even the kills, like everybody raves about the Friday Thirteenth kill when the corkscrew in the hand and the machete to the face yeah. because it was like a it was a combo platter kill. This movie, every almost everybody who gets killed gets like a huge combo combination kill especially the first guy like i i don't i'd rather give a non-spoiler review we we could do because we're doing pretty good without spoiling this so maybe we just keep it that way because um a lot of people have not seen this yeah well it's brand new so um i i can go along with that i think that it's some of this stuff is it's it's worth watching definitely for the look for the visuals alone and so i don't want to fuck that up for anyone what about the the scene in the classroom when the kid dreams that the teacher does to his uh, classmate? I like that, yep. That was unbelievable. And he ties to a balloon. Mm-hmm. And, like, ew, unbelievable stuff. This is so fresh. It was yeah. some... Cool. In, in instances like that, to, to me, it was a little bit ridiculous. Like, it was a little bit over the top. Almost... Oh, it felt at times like it was going for shock value, which mm-hmm. I right. don't really care for. But um, I mean, I love shock if it's actually there naturally. But if it feels contrived, then I, you know, I'm not down. But mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like they went a little bit too far, like trying too hard. I guess is what I'm trying to say. However, every time I would start to feel that way, then they would slap me with some really beautiful imagery, and I'm like, oh my god, look at this! It's gorgeous. The colors, the color palette in this film is amazing. I mean, it's just, they're everywhere. I mean, was this just me? I mean, did you guys notice the colors too? No, yeah. That's why I said Blu-ray. You gotta watch this on Blu-ray. Dan, yeah, I you thought feel this that way? like shit. Shut down. Oh, dude, it's fucking awesome. It was awful. Um, so, I mean, I just shit. felt like there were, it was really vibrant, but it was really clean. It was, um, yeah. it was, it was, it was Beautiful. I can't even. Jamie, did this movie look beautiful? Because <laughs> I don't think the, the 40 times you said it. I know. Got I, know. I was actually, I think, on the verge of something. Okay, we're at 38 <laughs> minutes. Uh, Breakthrough. Jamie, just tell us if the movie was beautiful or not. I shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, can we move on? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there's some things we could say without giving stuff away. Like, uh, there's some funny things like the kid jerking off to just the girl's face. <laughs> Like, that's kind of funny to me. (laughs) (laughs) I never noticed that, dude. You're right. That is funny. Yeah, like the guy Vinny. I loved his friends, like the the gay guy, Bulger, and then Vinny was like his best friend. Uh, Kate was his childhood crush. She she reminded me of a different actress. Uh, Some chick from some TV show long ago. I don't don't remember, but... um, Oh, there were like a little... Did you notice that his mom was taking Hypnosil? Which, uh, yeah, I mean, which if you recognize that was not only, but it was used in Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 and in Freddy vs. Jason, Jason. however, but it was also used in a non-Nightmare on Elm Street movie, but I can't remember what it is. But, um, anyway, so that caught my eye immediately and I have to give it a little nod for that. I mean, like, I have to give it props for that. It's like, never... Oh, he loves that stuff. The guy who made this loves it. Whenever I see a movie that has a Wilhelm scream in it, it automatically gets a little bit of cred just for that. So, things like that really make me happy. That's like the Halloween ringtone in uh, Paranorman. (laughs) I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's beautiful. Uh, You ruined it. 
<laughs> no, dude, this is good. Great casting. I like everything. Uh, yeah, this movie has a lot of positives. A lot of hot girls. A lot of great kills. Like I said, combo kills. You got this movie has everything. Um, it has a, a great mythology to the clown. Like like when I was saying, like the '80s stuff. Even when when um, all the clowns gathered together and they were like. A clown that doesn't finish a party can never rest in peace. Like it just adds like that, you know, '80s like wave of mystery over everything, and it's just, it's just great. It's just like I don't know. I think anybody who loves '80s horror slasher, some comedy in there, and uh, like uh, Evil Dead Two level, I think there were actually some moments that made me laugh out loud. <laughs> there were some moments where I was just like, okay, the yeah. And oh, what about the the one kill where uh, the kid made fun of his the the balloons he made, and then the way he made his new balloon? Oh my oh, god, yeah. come <laughs> on! And then the kid trips over it when he's running away. Yeah, that was great. I mean, there's some really really cool. I do have to say that um, the eyeball uh, they do the little close up thing where you actually where you see yeah. the it uh, um, what dilates but, or something. But that's the thing is it doesn't dilate; it closes, which is wrong. But um. <laughs> That's my one thing I want to, I want to, to, to pick. Oh, whatever. Now you're getting two picks. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> I, I'm, I have said nothing negative about this movie. Well, not. Oh, no. except that you wanted it to be over in two seconds. Well, because That's I all. was, t- <laughs> because I was tired. I also said I was willing to give it another shot because I liked the way it looked. So I'm not, oh. I'm not trashing it in the least. Yeah. Well, we won't go too far into it because, um. I want everybody to get this. I don't want to ruin it for you, so we'll have a non-spoiler review because I, you know, I think we all recommend it, right? Yeah, man, I had a great time with it. Yeah, for sure. It's it's like, like same same kind of with our last review that we just did. It's not amazing. It's not like oh yo, I found this fucking movie. You gotta see this shit, dude. It's oh, I, I think clowns. it is. See, that's the thing though. It, you can say you know. I'm talking like fucking wow, dude. This is one of the great ones. Like, I don't think it is, dude. On the same note, am I like, yo, dude? Fucking, if you got nothing to do and you got a bunch of beers, dude, this is this is gonna be a fucking great time because of all the reasons that we just said. Beautifully shot, the kills, dude. Like you said, it's a throwback to the '80s slashers. I had a couple problems with it. Not problems, dude. You can't have problems with movies like this if you're gonna go with it. You gotta fucking go with it. There were a couple things I think they took a little bit too far, but dude. Dude, it's fun, man. It's fucking definitely, man. It's one of the better clown movies, I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, and even it even sets another tone when the guy pulls his fucking rubber nose off and he has them sniff out the kids from the original party. It's like, a little dark too. It's got definitely dark humor to it. It's got a fucking you know. It, it's it's not like bleak, but it, it knows what it is though, and that's what's that's why it succeeds. Exactly. I feel like I missed something. What brought him back six years later? Why six? Why then? Because the kid just decided to have that party, and then the invitation was on that kid's bed when he was jerking off to the girl's face, <laughs> and then the wind blew the note out of his window, and it landed on top of the clown's grave. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that was a fucking oh, see, shot. Oh, you know what? I, I think <clears throat> I had gotten up to do something at that point. Like, I left the room for a second. It was like four hours dude. All right. Now that, we'll see. Now, a lot more things make sense (laughs) that didn't make sense before. So I knew I'd missed something. It's much as a, it could make sense with a killer clown coming back to life with a piece of paper. But yeah, 
Yeah, and even the whole egg thing, brilliant. I love it. I think this is great. Oh, Dude, yeah. Well, I want to know if I want to know. I meant to take. I meant to look it up and see if it was accurate today. But what had happened was I ended up working late, and then I ended up talking to Dan, and that just takes up everything. So, um, then. <laughs> But I wanted to research that to see if that was, if there was, you know, how exactly how much fact is behind that, you know, paint your clown face on an egg thing. Like, um, well, wait a minute, did I miss something? Why do you? I don't get it. Why do you like it, Alex? Why do you? What do you mean? Like, what? Oh, it's beautiful. It's the same thing as the crow. Like the crow is his power, and if you kill the crow, you could kill the guy. Right. And this one, those, the egg. Is his is his uh, his link to the other world? So if you break that egg and you destroy his egg, then he could die. And even his death was amazing, dude. Like, oh my god, oh, it's just dude. like this thing just kills on every point. I know Jason loves this. I love this movie. I recommended it to Matt. I everybody I recommend this. This is great. Yeah, and then and then at the end, dude, it pays off again with the egg. With what the guy does with at the end. So it's like. It just, it's great. Everything is just so well done, so thought out, killed on the special effects, killed it on casting, killed it on kills, killed it on the looks, killed it on the sound. I don't, I'm not, I don't remember the soundtrack or the score, but whatever, I'm sure it was fine. And I just, this is, this gets high points for what it is. I'm not saying that it's like halloween or whatever the hell that is the freaking gold standard whatever it is mm. you know i don't care really it's you know or dave the dawn of the dead or whatever i don't care about <laughs> any of that i'm just saying that you'll have a great time with this and i in the world of slashers and horror movies and modern ones and the shit that's coming out man this shit gets like 8.5 to 9 to me that's what i'm saying but the same thing with the rat last review bro there's so much shit out there it's like no nah, it's a good one this is one of the good ones if you're gonna plow through a bunch of shit dude this is a good clown movie yeah Check you out. better watch this if you're watching shit exactly yeah. yeah so that's that's my rating uh i guess dan basically summed it up jamie well i don't i don't like your rating to begin with you're you you didn't <laughs> you weren't in the right mind frame so let's just skip over you oh are you okay with that? <laughs> I will, well, I'll, I'll, this is what I'll tell you is that um, I love how I just told you that this is what I'm going to tell you. Um, <laughs> is tell when you, you got to me, what I was going to say was that I'm going to uh, rate it a, an incomplete and give you my <laughs> final rating on the next show. You have till next Friday. <laughs> Great. Good, good. All right. So there you go. Uh, so take it for what it is. That's the uh, review of Stitches, and we'll be right back with something else. All right, guys, I'm joined here with the director, star, and the whole cast, well, most of the cast, of MP2V. That's a new indie horror flick, and uh, and I'm going to talk with the director and the writers and the cast of the movie right now and uh, get into a little bit. Hi, my name is Rob Madaska. As you said, I'm the director, co-writer, and uh, I play him in the movie for MP2V. Basically, the movie is about two serial killers making a movie. It's a road diary of them on 24 hours in their day. Uh, their traverses, what they do 
how things go. Also, there's a unique twist to the film, which people will see when they see it, is the fact that the way it's presented, it's a lot different than a traditional narrative would be. So there's a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of mystery around there, a lot of suspense, a lot of things going on. So it's really something that's cool. Also, one of the things that we did different is we're utilizing not just the finished movie, but the website www.mp2v.com as a source of additional files, as a source of additional information. Additional clues are revealed there. So there's all kinds of stuff going on between the Facebook, our Twitter account, the website, clips that are on there. So it's not like... Exactly. It's something that's not like, well, they talk about reality TV. We film this as if these guys are out there traveling America now, and they could show up at your doorstep anytime and any point, so you actually don't know. So this is where we believe reality is really going. Okay. So there's uh, how much is found footage compared to what's shot in sort of reality? Most of it is just real footage. There's really nothing that's found. There's a few footage clips that look a little bit like that. We shot uh, most of it on the, uh, the flip camera, a Canon HD, and also we did the go cam, which is a lot of cool shots from the car, the side, askew shots. So it's not so much as a found footage movie would be. Um, we've been compared to August Underground. It's kind of a little bit the same way, only it's not found footage as it is presented digitally, and most of it is online. So it's as if somebody is putting clues out there online and asking the public for help. Can you identify this person? Do you know a location? Do you know where this is? I mean, there's all kinds of intricacies going on there. Bless you. <laughs> wow, okay. And is this girl in that movie? Yeah, yeah. This is Corinne. Corinne. Okay. This is Corinne Hall. Okay, so what do you uh, what do you do in this movie? I have two characters in this movie. One of them is the daughter who ends up, no one really knows what happens to her in the end. And the other one I play is Baby, who is this kind of punk rock girl who gets her neck broken. Okay, yeah. so you're, the makeup, you just obviously yeah. look way different. Wigs yeah. or something's in there? Wigs, makeup, costume. Black nail polish, black, lots of black makeup, right, right. <laughs> lots of eyeliner. <laughs> yeah. So this is your first movie you're in? Yeah, this is the first movie that I've ever been in. Okay. Yeah. And were, you know, your family and everything, they're all, they all saw this? What do you think of how you did it? Yeah, um, my mom was actually in it with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mom was the one that told me about it, and she sent them, like, my pictures and my acting resume and everything, and they're like, well, does your mom want to do it too? So, yeah, she was my mom in it. And, okay. Yeah, that made it really organic to, like, fight with her. Um, there was parts where we were fighting and I knew she was like kind of losing it like just acting too much so we'd bring up stuff that like really happened okay. and then she'd get really pissed so the fight came off like really like it, it's real like yeah. mother daughter <laughs> yeah we got <laughs> Steve here you're not going to be in any of his movies are you? no okay good, good. otherwise I don't think your mom will even watch them no <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so uh, what, do you, what do you think of this soul acting thing uh, uh, you know are you going to continue it? Definitely, I hope to do more like in the future with you know horror movies and other stuff like that. I've I've done theater since I was a kid, so doing movies is like a whole new like whole new path to go down, which is really exciting and yeah, hopeful. Tell, sure. tell them the story about when uh, we first met, how you thought we were really going to kill them. <laughs> uh oh, you thought. That. Oh well, okay. So we meet these guys at Applebee's. <laughs> they oh, want to yeah. interview us and everything because they met us on like they met us through Alien Little Theater, which is a theater in my small town upstate. And we met up, and my mom was talking about it. She's like, I don't know if I, I don't, if I trust these guys. She's like, What if there there's no movie and <laughs> they're they're really just serial killers? Because this is how they described it to us. 
They're like, don't worry, we'll be in the middle of nowhere, so like people won't be like, bothering us. No one will hear like screaming, and no one will see blood or anything. Another thing was, it's really far out, so you just you have to follow us. There's really no ways to give directions because there's no address. So you'd have to just follow us out. There, there's no neighbors. Um, you don't get cell service out there. Oh so, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we kind of were a little um, nervous about starting it, but there was a lot of trust. <laughs> so how many people did you call and say, okay, we made a left, we made a right, then we go down two miles? Uh, we should have called a little bit more, but we didn't have cell service. So oh, all right, no cell service. Yeah, lots of trust. Wow. Okay, so <laughs> yeah. they did come armed, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Were you armed? Did you have a little pocket knife in it? Yes. Okay, good. Some mace? <laughs> yes. No. Ready for anything. So, like, uh, when you were out there, so you were obviously really scared. There was some kind of reality plan. Oh, there was totally, like, reality for the whole thing. Like, we were really, you know, we'd start the day, we wouldn't have a plan. It wasn't like, okay, so we're going to do this scene, this scene, this scene. It was sort of just like, we don't know what we're doing next. So there was no script. There was, yeah, there was no, a lot of it was improv, and a lot of it was, like, made up and yeah. how we're really feeling. So there's another reason you were a little nervous. Yeah, I mean, I, did, like, I didn't know if I was going to say the wrong thing or do anything, but it was all really reactionary. And it was all really true. Like, when I look scared, like, I'm scared. And I look confused, it's because I don't know what the hell's going on. Like, so that's what makes it, like, really good acting-wise is that it's not like you're watching a movie where, like, you know, you're told to cry. You're watching something. And this is how, you know, we're really reacting and really acting towards the situation. Okay, so how do you think it came out? When you, How do you think the movie is overall? I liked it a lot. I mean, I didn't watch it until this, like, a few months after it came out. I watched it with them the first time. So, I mean, it was weird watching yourself. It's always weird because it's like you have, you're reliving these memories that you remember but isn't really you. So, yeah, but like uh, overall, like it was an interesting movie and, uh, and people have said good things about it. Well, the big question is how come you decided to cast her in two different roles instead of having two different people play the role? Because as she said, we had a hard time getting people up there to actually be in the movie. We actually had about eight different parts. And we had to weed it down to about five different parts, only because we couldn't get the actors and actresses to actually be in it. Um, the guy who played uh, the burnout dude, the two couple, a uh, friend of... My sister's uh, ex-boyfriend. There you go. My sister's you can't make ex-boyfriend that up. played my boyfriend. Yeah. So most of the people in this movie you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or didn't know and were scared to death of <laughs> yeah. to be in there. This is Jules. Jules actually played the narrator in the film. He was my partner. Hello. <laughs> Hello. So you talked over the movie. Yes, I did. I say most of the very oddly psychotic, crazy things in the movie. As opposed to where I don't speak at all in the movie. Oh, okay. He does all the talking. So what, what is your... And that's a bone of contention with us as well. You know, the, yeah. the fact that I'm like traveling with someone that never says a word. Yeah. There's and, issues with that. Yeah. And I'm also the caretaker for him. So it's like, it's almost like a psychotic honeymoon that we're on. It's like we're these two very close... It's not really totally explained in the movie. We hope to explain it further in future projects because uh, we didn't want to answer everything. Which is one of the reasons we did this because a true serial killer is insane. There's no way you're going to say, okay, this is what they'll do next and they'll follow it by this. There, there is, is no, pro- no, there's no pattern. If anybody can get or ascertain a pattern from this right. film, God bless them, then they are insane because <laughs> that's exactly the way we did it and that's exactly the reaction we began. We began, holy shit. 
Uh, they're like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. And that's somebody, what it was. If you ask somebody crazy to tell you a story and like tell you what, like what they've done, they're not going to tell you in an order. They're not going to tell you how it is. They're going to put in a lot of emotion towards what they feel so strongly about, and some things are just going to be average, just like a normal person. Yeah. They're not always going to be this crazy person. They yeah, have yeah. sides. They yeah. have feelings. They think they're normal, yeah. you know. And a lot of the, you know, it's it's a whole thing. We'll never understand the pattern. So you try to bring that to life on film. There's definitely Absolutely. an element of that in the in the movie. There's definitely an element of uh, a normalcy. They eat, they they need sleep, they would love to have a shower. There's all those normal things, but they come in the context of a really crazy package. But then there's also the element, the challenge of the movie was like in documenting it because there's a, a flip camera that documents a lot of the personal... It's like a psychotic road diary, the movie, also. Yeah. It's like a road trip of these two psychotic... Uh, people, so the challenge of like documenting that and not making it look like you're a genius filmmaker, because you, you it, it wouldn't look like that. Yeah, right, so right. I mean, I could be. I, uh, there's moments like I could be telling him a story, and I'm filming his elbow <laughs> instead of like being a perfect uh, shot of a, yeah. of, of a of a human being. So that's the twisted element of it. Also, is to make it look like something that was made by somebody who's deranged. Okay. Rather than something that's sorted out perfectly, yeah, like you would see in normal movies. Yeah. All right, so, cool. All so right. hopefully it'll challenge the viewers and the people that see it, and that they'll ask a lot of questions. And I'm finding that a lot of people go to see it, and one person says, "I think it was this," and another person says, "No, I think it was that." That's we're loving that aspect of, about it. So, because it's open for that, it's open for interpretation to let yeah. an audience enjoy it the way it is and if you know there's things they don't like about it that's welcome too you know cool. all right. things welcome Good. now is this the first movie you directed um this is the first feature film i directed i've done a uh, probably a tv series actually in new york uh, cable access so i directed all of those it was uh, we did about eight or nine half hour episodes so i edited those put those together but as far as feature wise with regard to surround sound and hds first time okay Okay. It was very, very, it was very uh, eye-opening, and uh, we learned a lot. One of the things we do have is we invested a lot of time and effort and money into the sound. It's a five-to-one digital surround where everything is mapped to the specific speakers for a specific reason. Right. So if you watch it, you should either watch it that way, or I had another friend who downloaded it. Again, because it's online, it's supposed to be an online file, so they downloaded it, and she was watching it, watching it, and at the end... Did you ever get on a computer the blue screen? Yeah. It went blue screen. She thought it was her computer that screwed up. <laughs> and she started panicking, hitting buttons. And I'm like, that is awesome. That's a complete un unanticipated reaction that she did just basically by downloading. So either way you watch it, you're going to get something different out of the package. Wow. Yeah, the sound the sound in the movie creates uh, another character element. It's, it's back to a return of like where you can actually hear dialogue from a center position and then surrounded by all the natural sounds like if you were in the middle of the woods and you were alone and you were lost you'd feel this sense of creepiness every little sound every little animal a rustling in a bush we also took a lot of sounds uh, and molded them into instead of using music the movie is devoid of music, except okay. for a little portion of it. The music, which well, actually does take place, that we had written, comes from a stereo speaker radio slash thing that looks like it's from the 1930s. And it sounds like it's from the 1930s, because it's supposed to be all authentic. Crackling so we did that on purpose. Right, right, right. Wow. But there's like just a mixture of like uh, sound elements. Like, we don't like when 
you see in modern movies that there's some ominous music comes in, then you know something's going to happen. Yeah. Rather, we let it happen and then we give you ominous sounds. <laughs> right. So it's like we tried not to give anything away, tried not to do anything. And so it's like a reality, like you're living it instead of like you that's live it. That's another very good point you just made because like that's what we're trying to do also is is uh, that we live in a reality world, which isn't really reality if there's a camera following you around 24 hours a day. And things are scripted, but, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So we're trying to take like, we don't want it to look like traditional movies that you're so obviously watching a movie. And we don't want it to be so real. We're trying to bridge reality with uh, actual filmmaking. So you didn't want it to look like a found footage movie either. You almost in a like sense, a but less of the nausea of the shaky camera, of like yeah, a Blair Witch project. Uh, we're very focused on making like filmmaking elements that there's more precision to it and less shakiness, but still have that more so like when I say reality to make it look like that the actors are not really actors that they're like actual people so to make the acting look really realistic and that's why you didn't give them a script so they, they were... we just basically we had scene ideas where we're going to go and we said here's what we're going to do for example we did a scene in the actual cabin and it's like a railroad cabin where we did a steady cam shot very reminiscent of Goodfellas where he comes in and he goes down through the Copacabana we did the same thing where we followed Corinne and her mom and we follow them around. The next thing you know, as they go into one room, here he is sitting there. A killer just came in the door. They didn't even see it. After a three-minute argument, and we follow them back around. So as far as the reality of it, we wanted to have a smooth transition. But at the same time, we wanted it to be real. Well, we didn't stage the argument. They set it up say, here's what's going to happen, and here's how it goes. That's why it looks so real. Wow. And what was it like for you? Like, you know, your first movie, so you figure, wow, i got to memorize all these lines. And then they're like, oh, I don't have to memorize anything. That Was that a relief? Did you like that approach? It was... It was not what I'm used to, because I'm used to doing theater, where I have a book, and every single word, every single move is written in there. So, you know, it was something to get used to at first. I don't, like, I was nervous about it, but then getting into it, you kind of, you're acting for real. Um, there was, like, one point where we were doing this long scene. It took, like, a half an hour, and my mom was being killed in the other room. I got to listen to my mom be killed. And I was, like, I'm like, oh, they're going to come in here any second. I got to cry. And I'm crying. And then, like, okay, ten minutes later, I'm like, they forgot about me. So I'm really crying. So then it's just, like, a mixture of all these emotions. So, yeah, it was, like, having no script was, it gave you a lot of freedom. It gave you freedom to actually feel something and not have to be afraid that you're feeling the wrong thing. It's, like, misinterpreting yeah, line. Yeah, it's the way, it's just so reactionary and so real that it, it was a lot of freedom that way. Yeah. All right, wow, sounds great, guys. Uh, so where could so people? Uh, well, before we say where they could find it, um, what would they? What what is the fan base you're looking for? Like what? Like uh, three or four movies? Would you say if they like that, they'll like this? Uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, um, Texas Chainsaw, things along those lines. As far as like it's psychological. I mean, Texas Chainsaw is some blood, but it's not crazy amount of no, blood. There's almost no blood. Yeah. No, but the thing is, it's psychological, and we're it's like the shining in, in a sense. I mean, I don't want to say we're a, I'm comparing myself to Kubrick or Rob to Kubrick, but the the idea that uh, when The Shining came out, uh, Stephen King was very upset with Kubrick because Kubrick's interpretation of it was much more less visually graphic and more mentally what the anguish of what I, I think our film, the reason why it's scary is because it could happen. Right. Rather than a monster attacks the city. That's <laughs> not as likely to happen, to my knowledge, at this point. Not yet. But, but, like, things that can happen, like you're sitting watching TV and all of a sudden someone's in your house. Yeah. I mean, it's, that, that's frightening. So to explore 
what would happen that that's you know something that you know yeah. is yeah, there it's more more fun to, you know, I think the people that would like this movie are people that find themselves rolling their eyes at Hollywood movies the people that are sick of knowing what comes next okay. I think that that's if, if you're sick if you're bored of all the movies coming out now because you know what's going to happen this is the movie you want to watch because you're going to have no idea alright well, great <laughs> sounds great man so where can people get this um, you can go to our website mp2v.com on there are all the links whether you want to download it, which you can at the New Filmmakers Online, also Amazon, or whether you want to purchase it, which you can do through Amazon or our uh, other affiliate company, uh, iTunes. And there's another one that escapes me now because I've been drinking a little bit. So we'll just have to remember. Yeah, Steve snuck some Heinekens in here. <laughs> um, we can also be found at a face. There's a Facebook page. Like if you go to the website, there's a Facebook link and a YouTube link. Uh, feel free for people to like write as good or bad critiques or ideas or whatever you thought about it, I mean, welcome to, and like us on Facebook. And it's all over our website, mp2v.com. Also, we're giving away a free DVD copy of the movie each week to anybody who likes us. Wow. All right, guys. Well, there you go. So that's how you can find it. Well, thanks for the time, guys, and uh, good yeah. talking to you all. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Take care. This is Mr. Skin from MrSkin.com with all the skinfo from the latest movies. Opening in theaters, it's Star Trek Into Darkness featuring Alice Eve. You can say, beam me up hottie to Alice in 2009's Crossing Over, where she shows incredible TNA three times. It'll give you a Spock ear in your pants. This is the Mr. Skin Minute. Nude on Blu-ray, Lake Bell and Katie Azelton go on a bad vacation in Black Rock. Both babes bust out TNA on the camping trip from hell, and they even flash a bit of full frontal foliage. Black Rock will make your lap rock. Nude on HBO, Game of Thrones provided bones when Una Chaplin and a pair of lusty wenches flash flesh. And then on Showtime, Betty Gilpin broke topless ground with the first ever nude scene on Nurse Jackie. I'm feeling a little Jackie myself. Alright guys, before Jake and the ghoul came on the show, uh, Jake decided to drop a voicemail and tell us a ghost story. So before we get into it with the both of them, here's one he left about a, a day or two before we all got together. Alright, so this is uh, Jake Corenthos, and you guys wanted a ghost story from me, so you're going to get one. Now, I live in uh, Salem County, New Jersey. It's in South Jersey. And I live not too far from this place called Fort Mott. Alex, you live in Jersey. You may have heard of it. Uh, Fort Mott was, you know, some of the Civil War took place there. A lot of people were killed. It's, you know, believed that many people were tortured there and died. It's also near Pier... Uh, Pier... Uh, I think it's called Peapadge Island where, again, people were tortured and starved and shit like that. Now, when you go there, there's a general uncomfortable feeling. <clears throat> and it's, it's scary, but not scary in a blatantly scary way, but in uh, a sorrowful way, just very tragic. Um, you just feel sad there, um, but also very scared while you're there. And that's how you feel every time you go there. So, alone, the feeling there is creepy. I remember I was walking through one of the little tunnels, and it was very dark down there, of course, um, which 
you know, wasn't that unsettling to me, because I would expect that. And there was a man standing there, and, um, of course, you know, that alone kind of startled me, and he was wearing um, Confederate clothing, and it looked very legit and very vintage. Um, it was surreal how vintage it looked. And he seemed to uh, not really be paying attention to me, looking at the floor. And, uh, you know, I said, hey, hey, what are you doing down here? And I kind of chuckled because, of course, I assumed that he was uh, doing a reenactment. But, you know, I hadn't heard about a reenactment that day. And, of course, later I found out there wasn't. Um, and either way, doesn't mean he's a ghost. Could have been just some nut job down there, you know, but that would be kind of weird. But, hey, there's weird people. Um, so anyway, he looks up at me, and at first he was staring at me, and I thought it was funny because he kind of reminded me of uh, when you see The Rock do the, the eyebrow, where, you know, he'll have his eyebrow up and, and give you a glare. You think it's amusing and charismatic, and at first it was, but the more he would stare at me, it seemed like his eyes would get darker. I don't know why I felt that way, and it really made me uncomfortable. And, you know, it kind of, uh, the more he stared at me, the more I began to think about my surroundings. I'm in this tunnel, it's hollow, I'm alone down there, and I'm stuck with this guy who's a bit taller than me, and, you know, he's got a beard and a mustache and giving me this creepy stare. And, uh, you know, looking back on it, I guess it was funny because he gave, he looked at me as if he was saying, you know, what the fuck are you talking to? But, and eventually he just walked away. And he walked off into the tunnel until it got darker and he disappeared because it was dark down there. And, uh, needless to say, I came back outside and, uh, I, I mentioned who was down there. And I'm sure you guys have heard a story like this before. Um, especially the way I'm going to end it, because when I was talking to the guy outside, he said, oh, yeah, people see him all the time. And uh, apparently the tunnel um, has no exit, just has an entrance. So I guess he walked down to the other end of the tunnel that <laughs> is blocked off. Um, could just be some nutcase down there, but apparently, and this is where it gets weird, that nutcase has been down there for about, 50 years and seems to always look the same. It could be a coincidence, could be nothing. I don't know. You can judge it for yourself uh, if you're a skeptic, of which I know Alex is. You know, you can easily take it apart, I'm sure. But either way, creepy experience. Anyway, that's my story. Later, guys. You know what I'm saying? These rough rider niggas. Huh? I heard these niggas is for real. Dog. Uh-huh. That's my man, Tanel. But I heard these niggas supposed to be like locking down the industry on some shit, on some power shit. Dog, that's my man, Tanel. Mmm. So what I'm doing? Right, right. My man, Tanel, is doing. Because. Right. That's my man, Tanel. <laughs> you know. I feel you. Now you feel me. I feel you. So you know when you fucking with me. Right, right. You fucking with. Explain. 
you didn't hear me though. ghost stories for us all we are with pat the ghoul in the dungeon what up what's up pat and we are with you can do it (laughs) you can do it come on jake corenthos yep yay (laughs) what's up man jake is actually the reason why we did the ghost show at all uh you know we just threw it around and you were into it and I guess because you have your own experiences, so obviously you have an interest. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And Pat heard the show, and he said, you know what? I got some shit happening to me. Yeah. Jake has at least two or three, I know. Pat, how many do you got? Uh, from, from interesting ones, I'd say I, maybe like three. Yeah, we got to keep it interesting, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd say I got like two like minor ones, but very interesting ones. And then I got like this one that happened like last week that's like, Okay, we'll throw the miners around first. First, we'll go to you. Okay, give us a miner. All right. Uh, so um, I've always been like open to the concept of like paranormal and like all stuff like that. It's like fascinating to me, but like I never actually like experienced it. Say about like until like three years ago when I moved into the house I live now in Watertown. Three summers ago, my first summer we were living here, I was uh, down here late at night one night, and then I was like, I, I was just feeling real weird that night. I remember, and I was just, like. I don't know what the problem was. I was feeling real weird. Were you high? I was not, actually. Okay. This was back when I was like, this was back when I was, you know, maybe like when I was like 15, you know, before I was, before I was the ghoul. I was just, uh... Before the ghoul came out. Okay. Yeah, this was when I was just a goblin. <laughs> but, but yeah, so uh, I was, I was going up, uh, it was like 2 in the morning, and, uh, remember, I just did like a quick, like, turn at the top of the stairs, turned the light off, and I just saw this, like, black like figure at the bottom of the stairs but like it, it, I, I saw it as I was turning the light off so I still continued to turn the light off but I could still see the outline of a fucking black figure at the bottom of the stairs wow yeah Jeez. and I did like turn the light back on I, I didn't honestly I was like I literally screamed well uh, not like screamed like a girl but I yelled uh, I, I slammed the door and I fucking booked it upstairs. And I didn't get, I didn't get any sleep that night, but it was, yeah, that was like the first time anything like major really fucking happened to me. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's like it was, you, Jamie, with the, uh. Oh, the one with the ghost and, or the, the shadow in the bathroom? Wait, we figured that out. That was Pat, remember? <laughs> oh, that's right. You know, <laughs> that's right. Apparently, he'd been taking cues from his own. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> that was Pat. Now, was I right, Pat? Were you just checking to see if she was going to look in on you pissing or not? Uh, I was. I was, actually. I knew I'm, it. I'm sorry I had to come out like this, but it's better late than never, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like being revealed on Jerry Springer. <laughs> uh, I, just, just as long as it doesn't get as, as awkward as that show does. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Jake. So, uh, what, what's what a story? What kind of story you got for us? Well, I'm not sure if I should start big or small. Uh, small, always small. <laughs> we need grand finales here. All right. Uh, um, I was living in this town called Deepwater. We moved into this house. It was relatively small. It was just a two floor house, and uh, nothing was inherently strange, uh, except that it was just a rickety house. But there's nothing really wrong with it. But for some reason there were things that would be written on the mirror, which was really weird. Whenever you would take a shower, you get out of the shower, and, of course, the mirror's fogged up, right? right. And one time it said, open the gate, and nobody, the really, nobody really understood what that meant because there really was no gate. I mean, mm -hmm. there was technically the, the fence that was kind of the gate, but that was about it, and, you know, I, I don't know. I never understood that. And uh, it would say all kinds of things. It would always say stuff backwards, though. Like it was being written from the other side. At least that's oh, how I shit. always saw it. That was what was wow. creepy about it. The stairs every year would get more rickety, which, again, that could be just tossed up to, like, weathering or what have you. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty much the smallest story I've got. Because So, wait, you took a shower, and when you came out of the shower, the new thing was written on the mirror? Yeah. And nobody ever came in because I locked the door. I'm not going to have anybody coming in while I'm in the fucking shower. You sure it wasn't shit. Jamie? I'm pretty sure. It might have no, been. No, he would have known if I mother. was there. I don't know. <laughs> okay. He would have known if I was there. Uh, <laughs> see, um, that reminds me, the house that I'm living in now, about a year ago, I, had, I cleaned the shower one day. And the next morning, I was the very first person to take a shower. When I turned the shower off there was a handprint on the wall above the faucet that which would have been under the, the stream of the shower um and this i put my hand up to it this handprint was bigger uh, much bigger Long much bigger than mine off. and i was like what the fuck i mean <laughs> it was a huge handprint too and um i just was like okay um Anyway, that your bathroom thing reminded me of that. But well, here, here's my question, and for <clears throat> Jack, and it's because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Jake. I, I I have a similar issue. It's the same old question, like why didn't I do more to keep that tape of that screaming when I was playing the guitar stuff, and you know that that kicked in. Yeah, that's How a creepy thing to that you told about the fucking voices and shit. Here's the question. So. Why didn't you run and take a picture of this thing? I couldn't. I tried. My phone. Not I, you, Jake. <laughs> cares what you do, Jamie. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you. <laughs> I am so sorry. I. I'm kidding. No, either one of you. How come nobody? How come I didn't? Well, why don't I have that tape? You see these things written on your mirror. What? Like, by the third thing you saw there, how come you didn't run and get a camera to show everybody? Like, you, like you're like me. Why didn't we prove it? What is this? I don't think we had a camera. We weren't exactly uh, wealthy, man. <laughs> we didn't, I don't even think we had that shit. We were lucky we had a, a VHS player. 
Wow. I'm going to ask you what I asked Dan on that uh, the 50th special. Do you have anything like a normal person with money would have, like a uh, digital video camera? Yo, well, now of, I do. You are such an asshole. <laughs> dickhead. I we turned myself on. Did your family talk, Kenny? I'm just kidding. Hey, what do you think I had then? So that's the answer. He didn't have one. Yo, you should see what I drive, son. You'd be ragging on me for days, cuz. I mean, this was like 2004, so at that point we didn't have a whole lot of fucking money. Yeah. Wait, no, 2004? I'm... What were you, fucking six, seven? Jake? I was eight. I dude, I can't I, I, I say that because I can't get over the fact that you're nine. You were eight in two thousand four. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. Dude, doesn't he sound like he's like in his late twenties, dude? Dude, yeah. you're, like, yeah, you're, like, you're like yeah, you're like the same age as you sound fucking way older. <laughs> you do. Oh, I was I'm, yeah, I was like I was eight three years ago. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> cool. I could go to jail for what I was thinking about your voice. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Okay, here we go again with the edit button. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm leaving that. All right, I want everybody to see what a freak she is. <laughs> jailbait. You're jailbait, son. Oh, shit. <laughs> All right, back to Pat. All right, Pat, give us another one. Same, same house. Uh, obviously, I haven't moved since then. This was once again in the summer. This shit only happens to me when I'm, like, home alone when no one else is around. Right. So, like, it was middle of the day one summer, and, like, I think it was, like, a year ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was walking upstairs from my basement, and the way my house is set up, it, it's a duplex, so it's like two families on on two sides, so it's like my family and then people next door. Is this in Waltham? Uh, no, this is Watertown. I I I didn't have any weird shit actually when I lived in Waltham. Oh no doubt. Except, no doubt. except for, like the people that live there, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> well, Watertown's pretty much like right near uh, Waltham. Yeah, yeah, I live I on like the line of Watertown, Waltham, Newton, and Boston. Nobody cares, but I gotta clarify for myself. <laughs> yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> All right, get to the ghosts. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm just kidding. Sorry, sorry. Right. No, no, I'm oh, kidding, yeah. dude. I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, geez, uh, I didn't realize how much, uh, how demanding you were about in the scenes. <laughs> I know, he's, it really, he's a slave. I, 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 I just fucked with And him. he's just, an asshole. We're horrible, dude. No, we're I was going along with Dan's joke that people don't care. <laughs> we're so ruthless to each other, dude. We don't give a fuck. Uh, I, so the way my house is, like, the hallways are mad skinny, like, because, like, it's a fucking duplex. But uh, I was going in the kitchen, so I just went, like, left. And then the way it is, if I look to the left when I'm in my kitchen, I can see through my dining room and then into my living room. Right. And as I was walking, I just turned my head, and I saw fucking someone sitting on my fucking couch in the living room. Now, what kind of image was this? Like, just dark or a real person? It was, like, dark as fuck, but wow. they were, like, on the couch. And I I, I had my phone in my pocket. I was all I needed. I fucking booked it out the back door, and I didn't come back for the rest of the fucking day. <laughs> yeah, because, dude, a lot of people talk a lot of shit, too. Like, I'll be honest with you, dude. I'd fucking probably either A, piss myself, B, shit myself, or C, run. Like, yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. I ran, like... I, I I try and I like what do I feel like I I I would run if it's a fucking like fucking spirit thing or whatever if it's a physical person in my house all right let's go it's my house someone's leaving here dead and it's probably not going to be me so <laughs> how come you thought it was a ghost I mean the way I saw it because I no no person in Watertown is that black like that's how I knew <laughs> I don't know I know a few people <laughs> yeah I got I know a couple people in Watertown they fucking rival that cuz. Dude, what if it was Wesley Snipes? 
Uh, that, if it was, honestly, dude, I would have fucking sat right next to him with him for a fucking few hours. <laughs> Western Crash is my dude. Like, I'm watching New Jack City right now, actually. Really? What, yeah. Was he, was he asking you for money? <laughs> to pay his taxes? <laughs> it doesn't, he, he, doesn't he owe mad loot fucking to the government? He was just yeah, like, yo, fuck you. Yeah, he was like, I was blade, nigga. <laughs> he just got out of jail, though. I mean, all college. Yeah, yeah, that's right, he did. That's why he was in your house. Now, yeah, well, this was this was last year. He was coming in prison, so maybe oh, someone, uh, maybe some of my ghoul friends uh, hooked him up <laughs> and you know got the underground tunnel all the way to the Pat Cave. You know what I mean, dude? The Pat Cave, <laughs> <laughs> dude. You like uh, Batman? I mean, not Batman. You just made me think of <laughs> you like all, all this rap music and stuff. What it was the ghost of like Biggie or Tupac? Oh, dude. Dude. I don't. I think if it was that Biggie, actually, you know, that actually gives me another small one. If you if you let me just throw that in there. Go for it, sure, go, man. This is a couple months ago, actually. Uh, in my in my basement, yeah, I have I have an NWA poster and a Tupac poster hanging up down here. No. <laughs> yeah, but you should no. Honestly, you should see my packet. My packet is really like it looks like a drug den. I've been told because <laughs> I don't I don't ever have like the regular lights on anymore. I have Christmas lights thrown up around like the ceiling and shit. <laughs> I got like uh, all my all my like fake lookies. Fake airsoft looking, like real looking guns. Like, I have fucking so many of them. I have them everywhere. So I'm, I look like I'm ready for like an assault. Like, I got mm-hmm. my knives. I got like all my fucking illegal shit down here. And <laughs> I, I just, I, yeah, I just, I just have all the shit down here. And I was blasting my music one day. And I forget what it was, but I just like said something. It was like, um, it, it was like, a, it was like a Tupac diss song. I think it was from Mob Deep. Because I like, dropped a gem on him. Yep. And the fucking, as soon as I like recited one of the lines from it, the fucking Tupac poster just dropped right off the fucking wall. Wow. <laughs> and that shit was taped up there, like four pieces of tape. That shit was on there. He's you like, Machiavelli, it, all eyes on you? Right, right. I was like, oh shit, like, I didn't mean that Tupac. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <nope>. <laughs> I don't know if that was crazy, like, scary coincidence, but that, that, that kind of that kind of left me with, like, you know, I was kind of scared after that because I felt like I disrespected a brother. Yeah, I think he did. Just kidding. Yo, Google, check this shit out, though, cuz. All right, yo, have you ever heard of the Metropolitan State Hospital, cuz? That, that is where Dude. my last story, that's where it takes place. Uh oh. Yeah, tell that story. Tell that story. Well, actually, we're going like back and forth. Yeah, it's going back and forth. So I'll yeah. let, that, let that do Jake speak. I like his shit. Oh, Jake. Yeah, yeah. Drop, drop some heat, Jake. Well, Jake, this is your big one, right? Or no? The next one, yeah. Okay, all right. Here's the yeah, big buddy. one. All right, so we moved into this house, um, and this was also when I was at a very young age. Like now? Last year. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> it was in 95. No, but... Uh, <laughs> So we moved into this house that my aunt used to own, and uh, we never we looked up in the basement. There was so much shit up there, or not in the basement, in the attic rather. Mm-hmm. That makes no sense. Uh, we went up into the attic, and there was just so much shit up there that we didn't even bother to look at half of the stuff. But we probably should have, because uh, what we ended up discovering was uh, there was this. You know how back in the in a long time ago they used to uh, keep photo albums of uh, dead family members and shit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Well, my aunt decided to keep a photo album of all of her dead kids. Oh, but what? How many did she have that it required a photo album? (laughs) All the five. Like a collage frame. (laughs) Five, five kids. But here's what's weird: they all died before she did. That's the weirdest thing. And they all died at like the age of, I think the youngest was twelve, 
and the oldest was 18. Wow. Wow. And they all died in really fucked up ways. So when you saw the photo albums, it was it was horrifying because it wasn't yeah. like, you know, somebody who had died of a heart attack. It was like somebody right. who had been hit by a fucking truck. Oh, wait. Oh, so they weren't like neatly laid out in their suits and Sunday best well, and all? They were... One of them was laid out in a way, I don't know how to describe this without being really gross, but uh, yeah, he, he uh, basically had his torso, his legs, his arms, and part of his head laid out in a coffin in the oh. best way that they could fit it. Oh, oh my oh, god. That's fucking That's when it's time to close the coffin, my friends. <laughs> yep. Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> I gotta clarify. Yeah, Alex is gonna wrap his head around this. <laughs> yeah, no, I just the best that they could fit it. So what you're saying is the coffin was not made to fit him as if he was the right size. It was smaller so they kinda compacted. They had his head and his arms and his legs next to his yep, chest. Pretty much. Oh, they tried to fit it in the best way that they could. In the smallest casket they could afford. I don't know. I guess so. It was a small-ass <laughs> casket. I don't know, man. It was fucked up. I didn't want to look at it for too long. But uh, Yeah, right? Basically, everything that was weird always seemed to be... I don't know how to explain this, but it always seemed like it was coming from the ceiling. I don't know how to explain that, but I guess it, every all the negative shit that was going on generated from the attic. Hmm. I wonder why. All right. And uh, you would hear dragging. And what I mean by that, it's like if if you were dragging something across the floor, right. that's what you would hear all the time. Wow. And uh, you see, I feel you, Jake. Like I, this, this, wow, this is sending chills right up my spine because it, this shit is real. I have a story. Can you guys remind me after he's done? I have a, a very similar thing. Yeah. When when okay. he's done. Yeah. I got yeah. you, son. I got you. Cool's <laughs> <laughs> got you. In fact, there is something that reminded me of Alex's story when he was talking about where he had his eyes closed and he mm -hmm. didn't want to open them. I had mm -hmm. something a little similar to that. I was laying down on my bed and I woke up, uh, went downstairs, get some water, went back upstairs, went to my room. I laid down. I looked up at the ceiling and there was something. It looked like a shadow on top of the ceiling, but it kept coming forward. That's First, I just thought, oh shit. First, I thought it was just on the ceiling, right? And then it just sort of started to move forward, and it, it seemed like uh, the more and more I looked at it, the more and more it started to take on a form. Now, at first, I didn't think anything of it, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, if you've ever been in the dark at, or some shit when you were a kid, you would, you would uh, mentally fuck yourself up because you imagine things that aren't there. Right. And as you grow up, you dismiss shit like that. You're like, ah, it's just me. Hmm. But... Then it started to be, uh, instead of just being one solid shadow, it started to be kind of like gray and bluish and black and uh, what? weird brown color. And then it huh. looked like arms, but it looked very thin, whatever it was, like ridiculously thin. So because of that, hold on a second. I got to uh, talk to somebody for a second. Hold on. Sorry. <laughs> He's talking to the ghost. <laughs> He's like, I'll have a Big Mac with a large fry. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the meantime, I want to say that I was like Matt, Matt uh, posted earlier on the, in the Facebook page. He said that he was getting chills listening to stories. He was the other night. Shit, oh man, same shit happened to me. Dude, that shit was creepy. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm back. It's okay. Okay. <laughs> I was interrupted for a second. I'm glad you're back. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing started coming from the ceiling. I look over to my left because I didn't want to look at it, and it looked like there was a boy there. Whoa. Whoa. And 
what was really creepy is that at first I was scared because I wasn't scared because he looked intimidating. I was scared because he looked like he was scared. And he wasn't, at first I thought he was looking at me, but he wasn't. He was looking past me. I, for a second, so was going to turn. Of? <laughs> the thing coming out of the goddamn ceiling. <laughs> no, because he was looking past, like, the, he wasn't looking up. He was looking past to the right of yeah, me, yeah, yeah. or to my right. And I was not going to look to the right. Just like you wouldn't open your eyes. There's no way I'm looking to the yeah, right. You don't you don't want to know. <laughs> if a ghost is scared of what's to your right, I would Yeah, look at don't it. don't even bother. Well, he's, with he's probably looking at you, Jake, like, "Well, how come you're not coming from the ceiling?" Yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm serious though. Like ghosts probably look at us like, you know, kind of the same way, like, "Who the fuck are you? What are you doing in my realm?" Oh yeah, I mean, I don't blame him and shit, that. but that that thing in the ceiling didn't seem like a ghost. I don't know what the fuck that was just energy probably or something yeah it was it was it, whatever it was it was negative like i wasn't scared of the boy per se but i was scared of whatever that thing was that thing did not seem it was pissed about something really i don't know <laughs> this that dude was pissed about something yeah right <laughs> that goalie was pissed about something oh i have to actually tell the story because uh dan was talking about the the flask guy in freddy versus jason how fucking socially awkward that was i have a <laughs> yeah. story to tell about a party i went to but uh great dude but uh, after that, I just I split. I ran. I ran like a little bitch. So you you got up out of your bed and took off out of that room. Yes. Wow. Yes. I was gone. There's no way. And uh, and my mom had had seen something similar. She she always described uh, something in the house as as having like a cloak mm-hmm. and walking hmm. around. Um, and it kind of reminds me of the thing in the ceiling because it looked like it had a hood, but it didn't really have any discernible features. It just was an outline with different, like, colors. And it was like, uh, you ever seen one of those, uh, I forget what they're called. It's where somebody will, um, they're like ink blotch paintings where, like, a psychiatrist yeah. in a movie will be like, what does this oh, remind you of? Doctors show me those all the time, yeah. A school is a sailboat. That's what it reminded me of. Not a magic it reminded me. <laughs> Reminded me of a fucking Rorschach painting. So, uh, <laughs> Wait, dude, I just have a question. When you ran out of the bed and out of that room, you had to run past that kid. Did he trip you on the way out or no? <laughs> oh, yeah, he, he fucking played hopscotch on my face. He's an asshole. Um, <laughs> He's an asshole, he says. <laughs> the ghost was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, that's great. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. I know all about fleeing, too. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> You ran yeah, twice, right. man. Right. I did twice from the same. Because of Pat. <laughs> 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 fucked up. Just don't smoke, kids. Well, that's what I was saying to Jamie the other night, dude. I was talking to Jamie on the phone, and I, you know how I fucking, you know, talk mad shit and get loud and start yelling and shit. So I went in my car because fucking, you know, yeah, because me and Jamie rap, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, you know, I get all amped up and shit. So. I'm sitting there, dude, and I'm looking you at retarded. my... You retarded. Right, sorry. <laughs> I'm fucking retarded, kid. <laughs> retarded? Hey, retard! Stop telling ghost stories, retard! <laughs> hey, you fucking retard. Stop being a retard. But, uh... Hey, retarded ghost! <laughs> so I'm, wa- I'm looking at my fucking house, dude. I swear to God, dude. It- now, it could have been my neighbor. I don't think so, though. But I kept seeing a fucking shadow, dude, just go right across my fucking house. And Jamie's talking, and I'm like, okay, I ignore it. And then I tell Jamie about it, and she's like... Um, okay, if you want to go in, you can. I'm like, no, no, it's okay, whatever, whatever. And then it fucking, and then, like, now I'm looking for it, though. Like, I'm watching the side of my house now. And it's got a light from my neighbor's house 
um, you know, on my house. So I can see the fucking shadows as clear as day. Dude, it happened again. Boom, right across to Jamie. You could tell the fucking fear in my voice. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I mean, she was inside. And, and, I, but, and I told him, I'm like, I'm like, you can go in. I'm like, go inside and we can hang up, you know, but you will not hang up until you get inside. Like, I, yeah. yeah, I don't want you <laughs> to walk up to the house alone because I thought, dude. It was either a ghost or fucking ghost face was going to get me something, dude. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was something uncool, and I didn't want him to be alone, so I made No, it. at least if it was, like, ghost face, it would have been a flesh and blood killer. You could have took that motherfucker out, at least. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck Billy. Exactly. It was Billy Loomis. No, I would have had dropped a the TV on his face. I would have <laughs> fucking sat there with him. <laughs> yeah, well, Dan, is a, Dan still has a round back, right? I would kill him. <laughs> Dude, I would have fucking yeah. Uh, the one thing I wanted to interject bet- in between um, Jake's last story and then Pat's grand finale is uh, you know the thing that Jake was talking about with the ghost in the ceiling, and then he said uh, he heard the dragging sounds on the ceiling, uh, right attic floor. It was uh, sometimes on the attic floor, sometimes it was on the floor below that. It was never on the third floor though. Okay, the thing that relates to me is that when I was a kid, I was. Uh, I'm going to say uh, 9, 10, 11, something <laughs> around there. Maybe maybe later, maybe, early, maybe 8, I don't know. So I remember uh, there's there's three stories. Not stories, just things. I was laying in bed, and you could uh, literally, my actual bedroom had a door on the, on the wall, which went up to the attic. Like, that's what my parents decided to put me in my whole life. So... <laughs> That would have fucked me up bad. <laughs> oh, wait till you hear why. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sleeping. I remember sitting, laying in bed at night. I don't know if I was in the, the right before I go to sleep or whatever it was. I remember laying in bed and hearing walking across the attic floor. What the fuck? Yeah. While I'm laying there looking up at the ceiling. And that was my childhood. Like, and God knows how I got into horror. I don't know. But that you and I literally one night said, "Okay, okay, okay, okay. Concentrate. Pay attention. You could hear one step, then the next one's further, the next one's as a normal walk in the attic." And I'm like, "This is not bullshit. I'm not dreaming. I'm looking around. I'm slapping my face. I'm awake, and this is happening." Okay, cool. So that's one thing that happened. Now, another memory is earlier. I vividly recall laying in bed and looking at the foot of my bed and seeing three things standing there at the foot of my bed. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. <laughs> that is a fucking, that just sounds like a fun time. Yeah, and I'm like looking and I literally don't know what to do. So I like a movie, I pull the covers over my face and eyes and I just like close my eyes shut, crunching my face down, like, okay, don't do anything, just, just, they'll go away, they'll go away, and I guess I just went, eventually went to sleep, I don't know, and, you know, nothing ever happened the next morning, I don't recall what I did, but, so the other thing is that my sister said that this is all true what's happening to you, because when I was in that room, when I was younger, because she's four years older than me, and they actually put her in the other room, or, yeah, when I was born and kept me in this the room that she was haunted in. She said that, <clears throat> and she wasn't lying, she never said, hey, I was just kidding, ever. And she's like 38. She said that um, when she was in that house, 
her bed used to shake really like violently, like just back and forth, like vibrating, like back, like I guess an inch side to side, violently while she was laying in the bed, and she didn't even want to get off the bed to step on the floor because of what might be under the bed in her mind. What the fuck? Yeah, like that's the kind of shit that like was going down in that house. Like I don't know. That's my whole thing. I mean, I don't. I don't have much more. It's just those like kind of vivid memories or distant that's memories. Like, that's like a difference. Other like difference between like the way I see the difference between like paranormal entities, so to speak. Like you have ghosts, and then you have like the violent fucking things, and then you got like demons, which is the whole another like thing. The way I see it, like that was like that was not a ghost. That was some violent shit. That's messed up. Yeah. Well, Jason Lloyd, the guy who runs Horophilia, he said that. He don't believe in ghosts at all. He thinks anything that's going down is demons. Yeah, he... Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did got he, the same text. <laughs> yeah, Lord, he did, did he explain away all your stories like he did mine? And I'm like, stop it, dude. You cannot explain the Bogart house. You cannot explain it. I don't even know what what it is. I don't claim to know what it is because I'm not right. dead. So exactly, I don't... dude. Nobody <laughs> knows. And, and I've said this before, dude. Everybody's like looking for answers, dude. All there is is questions, dude. Maybe questions it's not even good. Yep. Maybe there is nothing good after death. Maybe it sucks. Maybe you're stuck in a, a, a right. never-ending line at Walmart. Who knows? Like a purgatory, <laughs> yeah. Whereas being like, that, that's just, that's just, that's my name. That place is fucking, oh my god, I hate that place. Oh, I fucking hate Walmart, dude. I get pissed off five minutes after I walk into the door. I mean, I'm just, I'm already pissed. I yeah. like, <laughs> Every time I get in line, uh, yeah, we need the manager at aisle three. What, what, what aisle am I in? Three! <laughs> Christ. So I love those people who are walking at a perfectly normal pace until the cell phone rings, and then suddenly they stop dead, and then they lean onto the cart, and then they walk really slow oh, God. because they're talking on the phone. I'm like, exactly. hey, what? Can your legs and your mouth don't move at the same time? <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, it, every time I'm in line, if – if I, how come every time I buy something, I just go up, I hand them the stuff, they scan yeah, it, I pay them, everybody I in front of you has got to have, like, cookies and it's chips and fucking thing. an entire aisle worth of shit. And... Oh, dude. Even if it's nothing. Dude, even if it's three things, there's some complication that I just can't get out of the line. I don't God, get it. know how to fucking ring up the shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's something, oh, the price wasn't on it, but I looked at and it said three ninety nine on the shelf. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> So, okay, the ghost of Walmart. All right, so now we're going to end it. <laughs> we're going to end off with the grand finale. The ghoul in the dungeon has a has a little story for us, guys. Fuck yeah. Wait, but <laughs> guys, I'm getting scared. Oh, that's okay, Jamie. That's what it's all about. Uh, you, 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 you're scared, anticipating Yeah, I had to live this shit. And <laughs> this is like, it's like, this is, all, all right, so, all right, I'll, I'll start from as like, early as I can. There's this place, there was this place, I should say, in Waltham. Uh, it's called Metropolitan State Hospital. Um, yeah, so uh, Metropolitan State Hospital, uh, obviously, is a mental hospital. Um, not, like, uh, it was, like, typical, like, shady, like, weird, like, patient, like, shit happened there. Dark as tenure, but, you know, like, that happens all these mental hospitals. But there was, like, one um, standout incident where this guy murdered this, this male patient murdered a female patient cut her into pieces and, like, buried, like, different parts of her throughout the facility. And he kept, like, some of, like, he kept, like, some of her teeth or something like that. But since it closed down in, like, 19, like, 80-something, maybe before that, but it, since, like, the bendings were building from then on, so it kind of became, like, typical, like, urban legend, like, you're not, like, a true wall fan kid unless you've gone into med state. 
there was it used to be this it was massive uh there was like building the road there's even underground tunnels as of like 2005 or something like that they started like tearing them down and they put up condos now there's only one building left now it's the admin building which is completely boarded up you can't get into it at all really unless you have like a ladder or like a fucking crowbar to break through the shit hmm. and you also need to be like wearing like a hazmat too because god only knows what the hell kind of like chemicals and like whatever the fuck bacteria shit is in there what do you want to call it yeah. the second building there was like the second last building was a children's center and it, nothing weird happened to me in there but it was just weird because there was like these happy like children like paintings on the wall where people were just like destroyed it with graffiti and just made it like all fucked up like in the auditorium of the children's center someone had the time to spray paint an entire mural of Jesus Christ being crucified on like, the stage wow and it was just like really weird, like it's just a strange, like really weird atmosphere. Like, um, actually, one of the weirdest things was like when I went in was um, a, like you know how like big ass metal doors have like that one like slit of glass that you can see through like little glass window. Yeah. Someone had punched through the glass, and there was dried blood, like still like where the hole was. Mm. Yeah, like, you know how like blood turns brown after it's been out like out for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this wasn't brown yet. It was dried, but it wasn't brown yet. Wow, it's still red. Yeah, dude, that's sketchy. So, yeah, but uh, nothing weird happened to us in, in while we were in there. Thank God, because like I can I wouldn't have made it out of there. But uh, so cut to about two weeks ago. Um, I'm with some people. Uh, most of my main like friends weren't back from school yet, so I was with my other kids. Where the admin building is, there's mostly like really creepy fucking dark woods around it, and then. There's also a cemetery, a children's cemetery, from where certain, like, southern patients were uh, buried. And there are no names except for one headstone, and they're all just numbers in this cemetery. And um, there's also, like, this weird little, like, shrine that people leave stuff on. I don't know why. But um, it's, kind of, it's kind of like a like, pay-respect thing. But it's really mm-hmm. weird. You kind of have to go, you have to go deep into the woods to find it cut two maybe like two Fridays ago we were in there I was just like a pretty good bigger people you know a couple guys a couple girls I was just going around just you know like fucking oh let's go up to Med State you know it's Friday night we got nothing to do mm-hmm. uh, so we went in there we were just walking around the um, and uh, I just looked into like the woods and I felt like this really 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 bad feeling I just felt like this really weird like shooting pain just go like into my chest mm-hmm and then the rest of the night, I felt like I felt sick. So I'm like, I ended up falling up three times throughout the night. I don't know why. And that's common, though, dude. They say shit like that happens. Like you'll have physical reactions, like you said, stomach yeah. or pains, dude. Yeah, pains. Yeah, that's what one of my friends who was like really like big into the town almost stuff did. But mm-hmm. um, being serious here, this was kind of scary to me. I don't remember some of being up there that night. Mm-hmm. Really? Uh, my friend said that I was staring at the building for like a solid like five minutes just staring and like wasn't responding to them i was just staring what yeah i i don't know they uh like i remember the last thing i remember i remember just being at my boy's car chugging the vitamin water and then i everyone decided to go home because we just got like really weirded out stupid enough we decided to go back the next night this time into the cemetery and uh we went like deep in it was just really weird. I got a bad feeling again. I can remember that night this time. I then, I went up to, there's another path you take. You can get up to a water tower, which no one really also knows how to get to, but I just went up there and I found it with two of my other friends. We separated. We said, like, oh, hey, let's just fuck with them, you know? Like, that's me. Like, I 
I have fun with everything. Like I just, I always like I hide all my friends. Like I was just, I fucking hide. I just fuck with everyone I know just because. Right. Um, I was like screaming for them because we ended up hearing something in the woods. Me and two of my other friends. And I was like screaming for them, and I have a really loud like yell, like when I'm yelling, like if I yelling someone's name, like I had a really loud yell, and you can't like not hear it. And my friends were like hearing me, but they couldn't like just know where my voice was coming from because they were all the way down the like in the middle of the woods somewhere. And so uh, we had one flashlight between me and two other of my friends, and uh, we were like we didn't know which path to take, like to get out of where the water tower was and get back onto the main road. And so I was like, fuck it, we're going, let's just go. And I, we just ran and ran and ran. And we got so deep into the woods that we didn't even know where we were. We were lost just in the booking middle of the woods. It? Yeah, booking it. We were lost in the middle of the woods in, at like 1130 at night. Yeah. We, we, we made it out barely to the road. We went in, we, we came in from off and we ended up in Belmont. That's like, yeah, it's like a two towns over. <laughs> yeah, right? And so we walked through Concord Ave, made it back to our friends, and um, apparently, I don't know, some weird shit happened in the woods to them. Uh, once again, we just decided to call it a night. Um, I wasn't feeling that great the whole week. We didn't really, like, this girl who we were with, she claims to have heard a voice. And uh, she, like, claims that there's this, like, person or this entity, like, talking to her. And a lot of us thought it was just bullshit because, you know, I thought she was, just, like, trying to get attention or whatever. Right. But, um... Cut to last Saturday. Me, one of my boys, my, my, my main boy, like, he's like 21. He's like my, my big brother, basically. We decided, we like, we've had enough of this shit. Like, it's been going on for too long. Like, they keep dragging this, like, paranormal shit out for too long. Like, it's all in their heads. Like, we just got to get them over it. And we decided we're going to fuck with them. So me and this, these two other kids go into the woods uh, during the day. Um, we go to the cemetery. We set up, like, um... There's a couple of random things like to point out. We're gonna we're, we're gonna scare the kids. Like we're gonna scare them straight days. They prove that this shit was just in their heads. Mm-hmm. And so we went up to the mural. We uh like spelled out go in like uh, sticks right. because they figured well they were like these kids are like playing into it like so much they would have believed that like. And then we went to this mural and what uh we like put random shit on the mural <laughs> and uh and we decided that we were gonna burn this like plastic baby head that I have in my basement like when they showed up like because they were gonna go up and like apparently summon this person who this girl was talking to. So we decided we were going to come back before they would. We were going to like somehow keep in contact with them, find out where they were. We were going to hide in the woods, like in the cemetery, and wait for them. Then we are going to just light this head on fire and just completely fuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I was like, I was like, I've had enough of this shit. Like, I don't care if I scare any of these kids like, to death. Like, I, they need to get over it. Like, I'm just trying to live my life, you know, just trying to have a good time yeah, on right. vacation. I'm just trying to live, you know? And uh, so me and my two other friends, we, we get back there about night. Um, me, my my main kid, uh, his friend, his name's Gary. He's like the my one like brother. Uh, decided to go with these other kids to keep in contact with us, so we, we would know where they uh, were. Mm-hmm. And so me and one other kid are just stuck in the cemetery waiting for them for like all hour. You know, we're just shooting the shit waiting for them. Um, with everything in place, we had like the baby head on a stick waiting to just do, just covered in lighter fluid. I was just waiting, and all I had to do was just say go, and I was going to light it on fire when they started their whole ritual or whatever. <laughs> and um, I, I'd gotten re- I just getting really weirded out in the cemetery, and I was like, I was normal. Like, by the side, I was like, I just thought, like, this shit is all just in my head. I'm in a cemetery. Obviously, I'm going to be creeped out, and none of this shit is real. But like, I kept getting those like feelings that you guys were talking about. Like, you feel like something is there, but you don't want to look. Right. And so, yeah. um, 
I kind of didn't, um, I, I looked up at this tree and I, I, it's still like fucking, you know, I, I could have swore I saw a woman like hanging from the tree. What? Really? I, I, I don't know. It, it was like a, it was like one of those things like I blink on this. I honestly, I don't know if it was my mind or not just fucking with me, but I just put a button at that time. I was like, I'm just, I'm in a cemetery at night. Obviously, I'm going to be weird. Like, feel weird. I feel creepy. So wait, did you stare at it and make sure it is what it is? No, I, I just and I was, I was like, I kind of just like closed my eyes and I was like, "Fuck it, it's not there." And then I like opened up and it wasn't there, surely. So I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. And the the same girl who's apparently been telling them, she's uh, actually, um, I found that she's very like suicidal, which I kind of have more, which like she's like very negative, like very depressed and stuff like that. She was like trying to find a hatchet, to, like apparently like because that's what the guy. The patient used to kill her, like, she was to use that as like, a summoning tool. My, my boy Gary, like, called me and this other kid saying, like, one can find this, they're waiting for her, one can find her, like, she's trying to find a hatchet, they think she's, like, gonna go on her own, but like, this goes on. I'm like, she, ooh, she could sneak by them. And so me and my boy were like, uh, I think the joke is that it would be bad, because we were, like, thinking, what if this girl shows up by herself and decides to, like, fucking kill herself, like, in the cemetery right in front of us? Wow. Fucking and like, we, it was, that's we, we like, we don't want to fucking see someone kill themselves and, like, have to deal with that. No, not today. So, yeah, like, not tonight, maybe a couple months down the road, but not right now. <laughs> and so me and my friend booked it the, the way towards them. They, none of those other kids knew we were there. And, um, luckily I had my fucking big-ass hunting knife on me. So I was like, because they're coyotes now, I was like, I'm not getting killed by a coyote. This thing can fuck with me, I'll kill it. <laughs> and I had it, like, with me. And I was like, because I, and we went back, and I with the rest of the group. You're fine for like a solid hour, and then me, this girl, and three other guys went into the cemetery again. Show her that like there's nothing to be afraid of. It's just creepy woods. Nothing is in there. So we go to the cemetery, and me and one of the kids decided to just go up to the mural just because I wanted to see like if anything like I just wanted to look at it. Yeah, anything, right? Yeah. And the sign that we made that said "Go and Sticks" was completely fucking distorted. What do you mean? What do you mean distorted? Like it was just all over the place? It, it was, the, the sticks were just all over the place. What the wow. fuck? And there was yeah. nobody else there, obviously. No one else there. The like, you, you, don't, you don't see, like, you, the only people you'll find in there are kids who are going to find the cemetery. And wow. nobody ever goes there then. Yeah, and that's, that's, um, so I got really, like, that's when my heart, like, I just got really, I felt really bad after I saw it. I was like, uh, you guys, we need to get the fuck out of here. We were going, and one of my friends just stopped, and he claimed that he saw something. And then this girl said, she just stopped. She goes, uh, guys, um, something's in here. And I was like, fuck this, we're going. And so we were going, and I was leading the charge, running down this fucking thing. seemed like endless. And I thought I was calling my friend Gary's name, like yelling it through the woods, because he was waiting up there. Apparently, I wasn't, after the fact, I, I wasn't yelling, even though I clearly remember yelling. My friend said I wasn't saying a fucking word. I was just running. We were running, and I saw a fucking I saw a person behind a tree. Just like it looked like they were just waiting. And I pulled my knife. I fucking stepped back. I grabbed onto the kid who was right next to me. Fucking hold on. There's someone right there. And he just like like he just ran right by me, and I was. That's your boy, huh? They knocked the fucking flashlight out of my hands. So all I had was my knife. And I was trying to find this fucking flashlight, and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Wow. And I just was like, fuck it, and I just ran, and I got out. And 
my friend Gary, I probably should have told you at the beginning, uh, his mom, she is like, she can talk, like she has talked, spoken to like dead people apparently, like she is like can see stuff like that. Oh yeah, she's a fucking psychic type of type of thing. Or yeah, no, what do they yeah. call it? Medium, a medium. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he, my friend Gary, he has dealt with his own sort of paranormal shit on his own. He has kind of developed a sort of link with this. Like he can sense these things, and I, I'm, I, I can sincerely believe him because he's not the type of person to fuck around like that. And he said that. He didn't feel anything when we were first there. He was obviously one of the ones who helped me set up this little joke. Mm-hmm. And he um, said that when we were coming out, he sensed something really bad. And that he felt it like, he said he could feel it coming up for us. He, he, he said like it was like targeting us. Like he, he said it was like all the negative energy we had just like surrounding like we were like, that girl being, like, depressed, and me, I was angry because I was like, these kids are, like, really fucking, like, destroying my social life. Like, they're, like, <laughs> you can't do anything fun with these kids, like, being, like, every night they want to go to the same fucking world over and over again and make up ghost stories. Mm-hmm. So I just felt really bad. Like, I was, like, extremely negative, and, like, I was, like, on the ground. And I just, you guys, like, you can probably tell by, like, my fucking Facebook post or whatever, I'm, like, not that type of negative person. Like, I'm always just fucking joking around, just screwing around, like, I was so goddamn negative that night. I can remember that night, like, clearly. And I was so, like, I just felt extremely bad. Like, I was, I never, like, I, I don't want to fucking go back there and, like, any kind of soon. But my friend said, like, there was more than one, like, entity in those woods. And they were pissed off. And mm-hmm. he said that if we didn't get out of there when we did, that he don't God knows, like. And he said he's talked to his mom, mom, mom. I haven't heard what his mom said yet. I'm still waiting to get back from him. But um, I'm like really anticipating hearing like what the fuck she has to say because right, this really like it was like I feel like to me it was kind of like a warning like don't mess around with this stuff. Right. I was just I ended up making a joke out of it, and I ended up having the fucking scariest night of my life. Cool. Say if you died, or Jake, you died tomorrow, dude. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you fucking A, fuck with people if you could? If you knew where you were and shit like that, dude, that's the first oh, yeah. thing. Of course, dude, I fuck with people. I, I always hope, I, that's why I hope, like, when I die, I'm, I have, like, my spirit has the consciousness to become a ghost so I can just cool. fuck with people. Like, <laughs> Will you come on this show as a ghost and do it like an EVP <laughs> for the fucking show? Yeah, yeah, I'll try to. 